0: Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode because I am sharing with you another interview that I was so blessed to be a part of a few weeks ago. It is Author's Corner, which is part of KNEO's radio station. And so like I said, I was blessed to be, be interviewed by them. And I just know and believe that this interview is going to bless and encourage you. So thanks for tuning in. And here we go.
1: Hello, Four States listeners. This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of The Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO, 91.7 FM The Word, and today I welcome Janice Regal on The Author's Corner. She's written the book "Slaying Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season, which is published by Karis Publishing, and will tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. A little bit about Janice. She is the co-founder of Stirred Up Women's Ministry and the podcast host of Just Janice. She travels and speaks at women's conferences, churches, coffee shops, and homes, sharing her story and inspiring women. Janice, thank you so much for being with us today.
0: Hey, Roberta, my joy. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Your book is Slay in Singlehood, and why did you feel it was important to write this book?
0: Well, the Lord really put me on kind of a mission to hit on this topic. It's kind of a taboo thing, that topic, a subject, a season of life, really that a lot of people try to avoid or uh, just get past as soon as as quickly as possible. And so, for me, entering into a season of singlehood five years ago, which I love to say I have been in this season of singleness four years and 364 days longer than I wanted to be. Like a lot of people, just we don't want to be in that place of being single because our Our culture puts so much emphasis on relationship, and so for me, the Lord just walking me through this really beautiful season of singleness where I can just grow in my relationship with Him and just discover my own gifts and who He's created me to be and step out into ministries and start a podcast and all the things He's called me to in this season, and I just really felt a call on my life to encourage other singles to know that this season of life that God has them in is not a wasted season, that God has so much that He wants to do in and through your life and every season of life, whether you're in a relationship or not. And so to not look at the season of singlehood like a punishment or like, Oh God, what do I have to do to get out of this season? Or, you know, like I heard someone say the other day, another single say like, it feels like purgatory sometimes or, or whatever, like, but no, just to know that this season is not, is not for nothing, that God has things to do in and through you. And so for me, the tagline of the book is so, so my heart, mm-hmm. to learn to celebrate life in every season and we know Ecclesiastes 3.1 tells us that there's a time and a purpose for every season under heaven. And so that includes the season of singlehood, if you find yourself in that season, just to know that there is purpose in it. And so just to thrive in, in that season of life is so important to me.
1: Well, it's been a long time since I've been a young person, um, just coming out of, say, high school and into the adult world. So tell me a little bit more about where this pressure comes from to always be in a relationship.
0: Um, I think a lot of it, honestly, just comes up in conversations that you have with people, well-meaning or not, like, just like, are you seeing anyone yet? Or how come, you know, what's wrong with you? Like, that pressure. And sometimes that's not even what other people are saying. Sometimes it's just thoughts that the enemy is bombarding your mind with of, why am I not good enough? What do I need to do to fix myself to be good enough for a relationship or whatever? And so just taking that pressure off yourself and trusting the Lord, because His Word says that He orders our steps and and just trusting Him with all of your heart. And that's one thing God has so seated deep inside of me during this season of my life is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, to trust in the Lord with Mm -hmm. all of your heart and not lean on your own understanding. And so for me, just choosing to not lean on my own understanding, to even out loud sometimes say, God, I trust you. I don't understand where you're taking my journey, but I trust that I'm on the path you have for me and that your perfect will is playing out in my life. And so I think it's just the pressure of of. Even just not feeling good enough for that pressure of just all of those things um, that culture or even pressure we put on ourselves to...
1: To do Okay. Yeah, The when you say we think we're not good enough, I, I can see where that could be, that pressure to find someone to validate our purpose, whereas I believe you're encouraging people through your book, ladies especially, to realize that our value is not in who we're with, but in who we believe in, that our value is because of Christ. Amen. Absolutely. Well, you talk about... Um, rejection in relationships in your book as well. And you even mentioned that this could very well be God's way of protecting us. So uh, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I love that saying. That was actually a saying that I heard from Kimberly
0: Jones who really ministered um to me through just the season that I'm in and just realizing that like when like we know the words that God opens and closes doors and so Those closed doors and whether that's a rejection of a relationship that maybe your heart was set on and you were really hoping that this would happen and it doesn't or even i've had times when i have you know applied for jobs and done interviews Mm -hmm. and the lord is just like no this isn't the path i have for you and just not letting that not taking those things personally but just really trusting the lord that he is working all things together for your good like Mm -hmm. romans 8 28 says that he's working all things together for your good and so those closed doors is, or times where we feel like we're being rerouted or, or whatever, mm-hmm. that God is is so for you and He is so faithful. And so just trusting Him in that process of what you might think looks like, looks like rejection in front of your face, that really God is protecting you and He is guiding you along the path that He has for your
1: life. Mm-hmm. Well, you encourage the readers of your book, which is called Slay in Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season. You encourage them not to just sit about waiting for that relationship to happen, but to use this time uh, proactively and in ways in which uh, God could be leading them um, to live their life fully and also uh, following the path that he has established for them. So tell us more about that. Yeah,
0: I think that's so important for people to not just sit sit on the sidelines and feel like they have to have a relationship before they can kind of get in the game of life. And just to know, like I had said earlier, that God has things that He wants to do in and through you. And sometimes that could be a healing process. So for me, coming out of a relationship and dealing with brokenness, like God, I needed that time with the Lord for the Lord just to heal and mend my heart and to restore my mind and different things. But then also there are things that God has called me to in this season. I did a middle school youth ministry for a few years, and God's just had me doing a lot of different things during this time. And, and whatever that looks like for you, it might not look anything <laughs> like my life. I would encourage listeners to seek the Lord and pursue Him and what He has for you in whatever season of life you're in, even if you're in a relationship, to know that He has things to do in and through your life and just to not let life pass you by. One of my favorite favorite quotes is by Irma Bombeck, and it says, um, and I'm I'm going to try to quote this properly, but she says, When I get to the end of my life, I would hope that I could say I have not a single bit of talent left in me and I could say I used Mm. everything you gave me. And so I think about that with my life. Like, I want to just be about my father's business, just like Jesus did when he was on the earth, that I'm just about my father's business. I'm doing what he's called me to do in this season, whatever that looks like. And, And some of those things people see on social media and some of those things no one will ever see and it's just me ministering to the Lord or ministering to people one-on-one or whatever, but just allowing the Lord to use my life as a living sacrifice and do what He wants to do in and through me.
1: Amen. Well, I'm talking with Janice Regal, and she's authored the book Slay Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season. It's a publication of Caris Publishing. Well, Janice, you mention in your book about how to ready our heart to receive God's desires for us in our life. So share with our listeners about that.
0: Yeah. I love the scripture that says he gives us the desires of our heart. And I think a lot of times we could hear that and misinterpret it like, mm-hmm. oh, he's going to give me whatever I want. And thank God he doesn't give us whatever we want. He knows so much. His His ways and his thoughts that are so much higher than ours. But truly when we're in communion with him and we're in fellowship with him and walking in relationship with him and we have our hearts open to him and say, God, make my desires align with your desires. And so for me, that's where I'm at, just having this like open door to my heart to say, God, mold me, shape me, align my desires with the desires that you have for my life, and then just trusting that he's going to fulfill them. And so, yeah, just trusting him in the process of that.
1: And would you have some suggestions for uh, single people in how to even be preparing themselves for a future relationship? Definitely a prayer and being in the word are like, of my
0: biggest things, really, because if you can just invest in your relationship with the Lord in the season of life that you're in and just chase hard after Him, I heard, I've heard i heard several people say this, like, run hard after God. And mm-hmm. if someone comes alongside you that can keep up, then give them your attention kind yes. of thing. And so for me, just investing in my relationship with God, investing in people, the two greatest commandments to love God with everything that we are and to love people. And so when I'm just doing those things and focusing on Him and just being about what He has um, in my life and then just, yeah, allowing Him to, and I talk about a lot of those things in my book about how to wait well and how to heal the hurt, how to deal with disappointment and all those things that naturally come at us because we are human and just dealing with those things, I just think it's so important, too, when we allow God to do that work inside of us, it makes us better for the relationship when we when that time does come. Mm.
1: Obviously, when we're seeking the Lord in reading His Word and praying, we tend to align ourselves better with the instructions that He gives us in the Scripture. But there's still a lot of pressure that comes to single people from the outside, and one of them is in sexual purity. Uh, So why don't you share with our uh, listeners how to handle that properly?
0: Yeah, I was actually just reading. I um, do a Word Wednesday on Facebook, and i just literally I just go live and get in the word of god love it and that's one of my biggest passions really is to inspire love for the word of god and other people and so we were just reading it, and i believe it was 1st Thessalonians 5 you can google it to that be- to verify this but it talks about sexual purity and and how sexual sanctification is god's will for us mm-hmm. and i think so often we grapple with like what is god's will for my life and we just really wrestle with that and we want to get it right and and I always encourage people, there's so much in the Word of God that that talks about what His will for you is, for all of us, is corporately, and so, but then also being in prayer for Him specifically regarding the details of maybe your life specifically, but we know, like, the Word of God talks about sexual purity and lust and all those things, and it's so easy with TV and music and everything that our culture is swirling around us to get caught up in, even, you know, and a lot of times we... Think about the actions that come out of um, that would cause sexual impurity and, and those things. But really, it starts with our heart and our mind and our thoughts. And so learning to take our thoughts captive to guard mm-hmm. yourself against what you allow yourself to listen to and watch. Like for me, there are certain songs that aren't even super sexual, but they're uh, just not good for me because they get my mind on a, on a the train of my mind on a track that it shouldn't be on. And so just really guarding ourselves against that so that mm-hmm. we can be and holy and set apart unto the lord and and just walk in purity and like I said that's not just our actions it's not just what we're doing because you can be completely impure and I think a lot of times what I'm trying to say is we could uh, we think about purity and we think you know having sex outside of marriage or whatever but really you can be impure and mm-hmm. not be doing those things because your thought life isn't isn't renewed and it's not walking in purity and, you're, you know, where your thoughts are at, where's your heart at? And so I would encourage people just to allow themselves to be transformed by the renewing of their mind, and that happens with the Word of God. Mm.
1: As I read a few pages of your book, that is one thing that struck me as um, your value in the Word of God that you recommend highly reading, reading, and reading uh, God's Word, becoming intimately acquainted with who He is and uh, allowing ourselves to fall deeper in love with him so that whether we're single or married in a relationship or not, that our happiness can be because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. And I think that's so good
0: because we don't ever want to put pressure on another person to be, quote-unquote, our Mm -hmm. God. Like, I am so satisfied in the Lord and and my relationship with him that, my hope and prayer is that when someone comes along, that I'm not looking for them to complete complete my mm-hmm. life. I'm looking for them to compliment me and to just run after what God has called us to and kingdom purposes together. Um, but I'm not looking for validation and meaning or whatever in another person, because I already have found that in the Lord.
1: Amen. Well, our time has come to an end already, so let me remind the listeners that I'm talking with Janice Regal, and she's written the book, Slay in Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season. It's a publication of Karis Publishing. Uh, Janice, tell people how they can connect with you. You have a blog and other things in ministry. How how would they reach out to you?
0: Yeah, so my ministry website is sturdupministries.com. I'm on Instagram at janice.stirdup.com. Um, And I have Instagram
1: and Facebook, Just Janice Podcast. Fantastic. And if they want a copy of the book, do you have a website they can go to? Yep. com. Fantastic. Again, the book is Slay in Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season, written by Janice Regal and a publication of Karis Publishing. And Janice, it's been a real treat talking with you. Thank you so much for giving us up your time today. Absolutely, thank you, Roberta. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.